Carol Ofori. Weekdays, 9am to 1pm. East Coast Radio. So I have been telling you all morning about this conversation that's going to happen. Um, I've got Charles Kumalo in the studio with me. Um, and Charles Kumalo is from Life Saving SA. Now, the closure of Durban's beaches has a potentially devastating effect on the income and livelihoods of many Durban of Durban's lifeguards. Now, these lifeguards are employed on a contract basis and risk losing their jobs if beaches don't reopen soon. Now, Etigwini Municipality has closed some beaches due to poor water quality and the following beaches remain closed. We've still got Brighton closed, also Point, um, Ushaka, Addington South, um, Wedge North, uh, as well as Bay of Plenty, um, Battery, Country Club, uh, Teguini, Laguna, Baggies and Reunion Beaches. Those are all closed. The city warned res- residents that all water activities at these beaches are banned for health reasons. Now, Umplanga, Main, Umloti, Westbrook and Bronze Beaches in the northern region also remain closed, as well as South Coast Beaches, Toti, Pipeline, Warner, um, Wrinkle Sprite, as well as Umgababa. They are open. Now, in studio with me, I've got Charles Kumalo from Life Saving SA. Hi, Charles. How are you? Um, good morning to all listeners. Uh, my name is Charles Kumalo from Life Saving South Africa. I'm a lifeguard instructor and as well coordinator at WaterSmart right. at Life Saving South Africa. So the beaches being closed means that the guys who work contracts lose out on work. How has that been for most of the guys on the ground? Uh, first thing that uh, I would like to maybe to address to everyone uh, around KZN, mm. uh, Devin Lovegoods, they're very uh, helpful around South Africa, mm. I would say. Well, the advantage maybe I would say was because of our weather condition. Mm. So we always fit and, 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 and ready to work all the time. So the closing of the water uh, bodies and the, uh, the beaches mm. uh, in, in, in Debit, it, it does affect a lot of uh, people around. Mm. Uh, I'll give you one example now. We as Debit supposed to host Iron Men. Mm. I saw the setup and I'm not even sure if it's going to be a go ahead uh, on Sunday, so just imagine that tough training you go throughout the year, mm. and then you want to compete, and then you only found out that you're not allowed to touch the water. Yeah. So the main thing that we are facing was as love could. It's an issue that uh, if you uh, you can correct me, we've been in COVID nineteen for past two years. Yeah. Those guys they've been sitting at home without uh, any jobs. Mm. So if it happens again this year now, if the water conditions are not suitable for anyone to work again, it means that another Christmas mm. uh, they have no income and no money. Yeah. And with the life goods that's been taken at uh, as contractors during that time of December. It really helps uh, when these guys go and work. Uh, they can support their family. That's one thing. And whoever is studying to generate that money in December and January, yeah. they've got money to, to carry on with their studies. Do you know if there's an end in sight? Do you know uh, wh- wh- whether the city will be opening the beaches anytime soon? Do you have any of that kind of information or not? Um, on, on my understanding... Um, they are working on something because yeah. uh, it's not only Lafka that are affected. Tourism is affected. Mm. Sports and athletes are, are affected. we also involved in canoeing. So in other meetings, I've had talks that there will be like a speed up process that we situation is needs to be sorted out. Mm. So as I'm just saying that more and more departments and other 
people are getting involved in this situation to be sorted out. Right. As I just mentioned about Iron Man and things like that. Yeah. So uh, it's not just sitting back, but really we, with the climate change and everything that happened in, De- in Devon, in the floods, uh, the big cause mm. of of everything that's been happening around. So let me ask you, yes. do you see, um, as it stands now, with COVID having happened, I know the numbers of beachgoers has gone down quite considerably, right? Um, and is that what you've been seeing as well, that there's not many beachgoers anymore, would you say? No, 100%. Um, you can't go to the beach and just sit at the sand and the sun and you can't enjoy the water. Mm-hmm. What's the point? So really, it, it is making the Lafka job as well. It is very mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. that you will find the school trip of, full of bus mm-hmm. and you come and you have to control those people and stop them to go in the water. Uh, it's a very difficult one. And you find that people come from Jobek, Limpompo, everywhere to come and enjoy their self. And uh, no people, beach. they won't understand that they're going to risk themselves to touch the water. It makes it very difficult. And we just hope that as soon as possible, things, they come back to normal. Let's talk about the loss of jobs. Um, can a contractor really lose their jobs if the situation is out of their control? For example, like you're saying, the beaches are closed. Can, can lifeguards who um, don't get those shifts lose their jobs? Uh, let me just take you back with something that is very important when you're a lifeguard. Every year you do a retest. Mm-hmm. The retest, uh, you have to be fit. Without that retest, you can't apply and get job anywhere right. in the country. So if fishes are, are closed and there's no retest been taking place, right. the, that means that you cannot apply. Wow. Obviously, then now you disqualified already without wow. even doing the test. Mm. So if you if you got the retest, okay, all good. <laughs> but come now and then you see that you're not fit when you go into the test, which it's all about when you are not training and you're not fit, you're not mm. ready for the task. Yeah. And they're not easy tasks that they've been run because now they make sure that you are really fit and ready. You know how crazy it gets, get busy all our pitch on, on December. Right. Yes. And lastly, um, Charles, as we wrap it up, um, what do you, I, I believe you do a training of kids. Um, what is your camp called that you train children to swim just so that people know about that as well? Okay, we, we've got uh, uh, so in this Academy. Okay. It's based in Durban. Yes. And mainly we do, uh, we work hand-to-hand with Life Saving South Africa. We do water safety presentation at uh, rural areas. Right. Just to go talk about when you're around border, water bodies, you, you go to the river, how you behave, how you check water, and things like that. And we also train kids learn to swim. And then when they can swim, we take them to water sport programs. We have water polo that we run. We have canoeing. And as Shazindinsa Academy and uh, other clubs, we just believe that if we groom kids in the early stages yeah. and they get used to the water, it just make it easy to <laughs> know how to swim. And, I like that. Uh, when we talk about water safety presentation, where to swim and stuff, that they even can train or educate their own families. I love it. Charles, thank you so, so much for your time. Wishing you all the best. Thank you so much for coming into studio and talking to us about uh, what's happening out there by the waters, okay? Carol Ofori, weekdays 9am to 1pm, East Coast Radio.